0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Nevermate Varsity. We are all on a bit of a, a little bit of a audio iffiness this week, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. My name's Colby. You can find me on Twitter at ColbyComplains.
1: What's up, everybody? Uh, my name's David Rivera. You can find me on Twitter at DRivera1222. I am so fed up with Panthers football, but Carolina football Still brings me at least a relative amount of joy, if not emotional catharsis. So at least that's something. So at least I remember that I can feel something uh, this weekend. So yeah.
2: Hello, it's Maverick again. Go Heels. You can find me on Twitter at heartbreak underscore underscore kid.
3: Hey everybody, it's Aaron. I'm here. My nose is dragging along beside me. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. Would you like to
0: tell the people? why your nose is not in its
3: ideal state i was playing football on thursday morning my second of three turkey bowls this weekend first one went off without any problems i played very well then the second one i was guarding a former high school football player and on the third play of the game he caught the ball with his back turned to me and i went to two hand touch him and he spun around, and did a full-speed hit of the head to the nose. And yeah, I crumpled um, and bled a lot and was in <laughs> a lot of pain.
0: So it was touch football. My dad was wondering if it was... By like design, cardboard. it was touch football. Got it.
2: That's two podcast hosts now so that's gotten grave injuries due to the face, the hits to the face.
0: Did you go through the concussion protocol? Uh,
3: I sat out the rest of the game, and then throughout the day, my parents were checking me for concussion-like symptoms. I did take a nice nap. I've taken a lot of nice naps since then. Um, I felt a little out of it that night, but I feel like it was just because it was a really long day with a lot of trauma. I did not think I was concussed. I feel okay now.
1: Aren't you not supposed to nap when you have concussion? Eh, That's fine. I'll trust you you had had a concussion so I'll trust you
0: (laughs) yeah it's if you um if you have like people there and you're not going to be by yourself for like 10 hours then it's fine like if you're just like taking like an hour nap and like you've been to the hospital and all that yeah go ahead and take a nap
3: yeah um I feel pretty all right now no more concussion like symptoms not that I ever really had them um My nose still hurts, and is still swollen, and I still can't do any breathing through the right side of my nose, so I am hopefully going to see a doctor tomorrow before I come back to North Carolina. That would be ideal. Yeah. And I will report back on the pain that pressure change on a recently broken nose uh, does in the airplane. That doesn't sound fun. That is not at all. Looking forward to it.
0: How were the other, the unharmed hosts, Thanksgivings?
1: (laughs) Uh, Mine was good. We had lots of family over. Um, I got to see Lauren uh, and her family. They came over. And just generally, just good times. Had lots of turkey. Had some awesome ham. Mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, the works. All that good stuff. Nice. Maverick.
2: I worked on Thanksgiving Day and then had dinner just that night, but... It's still ultimately pretty good. I had a nice time around with the family, watching all the games and such. Uh, One of my cousins is a Clemson fan and a Giants fan, so we were talking about Clemson. We were talking about the Cowboys, uh, who got wrecked uh, by the Bills, and so. but also had a lot of good food. Had some mac, had some ham, turkey, some really good broccoli. My cousin makes some really good roasted broccoli. Nice. I had to get some greens in there. I'm a picky eater, so I got to get my greens where I need them.
0: Mine was good. I got to hold my baby cousin for a while. Uh, she's five months old. Very oh. cute. Yes. She was good. She um she was about to fall asleep like in my lap, and then I had to go like set up my aunt's TV because she got a new smart TV, and she started <laughs> crying, and I felt really
1: bad. That's the most grandson thing you could have done. <laughs> Sorry, I got to put this baby down and set my grandma's TV up.
2: It sounds like, like I you say had some grandma, good old I at the table
1: too
0: Oh yeah, oh I forgot about that
1: <laughs> I guess I'll mention
0: that here Yeah, so let's see My aunts were being sisters And just like arguing And my, one of my aunts said Well I'm going to go home to my husband You wouldn't know about that To one of my aunts And her sister said Well I guess you would since you're on your second one <laughs> And I was like, I didn't know this happened outside of Twitter threads. I thought, <laughs> maybe people make this up. Nope, don't make it up. I, I saw it right in front of me. <laughs> my sister looked at my grandma, their mom, and was, was like, please stop them. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was great. But also, this weekend, there was lots and lots of sports. Let's start with uh, the unmitigated good stuff. Carolina football, who put a beat down on the school from Raleigh, 41-10. to 10. I think we were, at least, I don't know, I won't say I think we all were, but at least I was very worried about this game going into I
1: also this. was worried about I think, I think we, we all were. I think a majority of the fan base was like, we should win this game on paper. But I've been watching Carolina football for too long, and I've been burned too many times to believe, that we are not going to do something to keep nc state in the game that we're gonna not make mistakes that we haven't made all season like something's gonna happen and after the first half it looks like that our it looked like our worst fears were coming true and i know that i can speak for myself i stopped watching because i was like hope maybe we can get some kind of spark if i just stop watching i know it doesn't affect anything (laughs) but maybe it's me and i i it was so so you're welcome (laughs)
0: Thank you for your sacrifice. I, um, yeah. I mean, somebody (coughs) on Twitter, I don't know, I was just like looking through the replies of some tweet and they were like, it was like a state fan. It's like, you were dumb if you went into this game and didn't know that this was about to happen. And I was like, no, because one, you know how these games do, you know, one, you know how these games go, Carolina State games go. Two, you know how triangle football is where nobody can have anything good and a bowl game is a good thing. So it was destined for State to beat us. Three, everyone that's not Clemson is in the roller coaster. So who knows what's going to happen any given Saturday. But it looked like after that first half, things started to break our way. I mean, a lot of that was help from Devin Leary. Thank you. He's my favorite State player for the moment. Uh, but... We were able to capitalize on a lot of mistakes, and that helped.
2: I mean, the first half, it was definitely cause for concern. Uh, you had two red zone opportunities that only led to field goals. A trend for a lot of the season where we have one of the worst red zone percentages, believe it or not. I think we started off really good to start the year, but it definitely tapered off as we got along and played more games, which you think it should have a converse effect. But it was 10-6. to 6. We gave up. And the only real score we gave them was just on a garbage breakdown defensively that put them wide open in the end zone. I think it was Storm that ultimately missed that coverage. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was was Devin Hines that scored that touchdown. Yes. And then, I mean, they got the field goal as well. But it was 10-6, but it was still enough for us to all just be very upset with the play just because we knew that, again, on paper – we should not have the problems that we have, but then again, you throw those kind of things out when you play a rivalry game. But, my God, the third quarter, 35 unanswered points. I mean, that's incredible. And get, I think it all started with the defense, All the multiple takeaways that we had on defense. We had the interceptions by Trey Morrison, Don Chapman. Was it Gimmel? Got a fumble. Yeah, recovery. I think that was the first one, right? Yeah, I think that's what really started it. And so that just – and something that we struggled with not only this year but in years past, not only getting turnovers but scoring off of them. And this is one of our best games, scoring off of turnovers because I believe it was either the Don Chapman or the Trey Morris interception that we – the next the very next play was the big touchdown pass to De'Ami Brown. And the floodgates opened. And, and I mean, we ran away with it. And that's what we needed to do to start the game. But ultimately we got it in a place where state fans – just they lost hope, and that's what we needed it to be, especially in a, a very hostile environment. So yeah, it, it didn't give them any hope to come back in the fourth. Before, be- sorry, they shut down.
1: Before, Aaron, I'm going to ask you something in a second, but before I personally started thinking about the VT game, where the like the hurricane game, mm-hmm. like how it was terrible weather, like for some reason, like we just don't function in the rain, and part of the reason was that like okay. I had a – it wasn't quite that bad because I felt, I was like, okay, we have a good running game. Like, we should be able to still pound the ball. And in that first half, I know that part of my frustration was the fact that we couldn't cut up field or make cuts in general because we kept slipping. Now, I never got any confirmation on this, but Colby told me that
2: for some reason we didn't have rain cleats on. Is that true? They announced that during the game. They made – like, the commentators actually spoke on that during parts of the game where – they opted to go with the game cleats because they felt more comfortable, ultimately. And so they went with those. And then once they said that, I saw everybody on Twitter like, well, put on the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because well, yeah, they were not our Randy back to, had fallen
1: down three times by that point. But uh, Aaron, how was it in the – you were there, weren't you?
3: No. No, you I'm weren't in there. Ohio. Oh,
1: no. Okay, never mind. I was going to – so, Aaron, what are your uh, – that's right, you were in Ohio. I don't know why I thought you were there but uh, from people, either people that
3: you heard from that were there or your personal opinion, what would you feel? Or what would you think? So I didn't get to watch a lot of the game because my family made dinner plans during the game <laughs> and I did not have veto power. But I w- listened to the beginning of the game and the beginning of the third quarter on the radio and then I caught the second half, the third, and the end of the game on TV. And one of the big things that I think Mab mentioned... Uh, Is that like we is that we seized momentum at I sorry Colby at the beginning of the third quarter. We capitalized on how at a lot of schools, but especially at state this year, the crowd takes a while to get back at the beginning of the third. So, a usually hostile away crowd becomes more like a neutral site game at the beginning of the second half. And we were able to seize that and keep the foot on the gas pedal when state made a mistake and use that against them after a lackluster first half.
0: No, I said on Twitter, I I will yield to the momentum believers for this game. I won't argue with you. Not that that I believe you, but I will not argue with you for this game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just the optics. And I tweeted this out. I said that um, this game decides how we feel about this season. And I don't know if I clarified on it, but just like, Ending the season with a loss to an in state rival who kept us from bowl eligibility, I feel like would have soiled the whole season. Maybe not in the long term, like if I did a retrospective, but like definitely, it would have definitely, in my personal opinion, made this season a lot worse, like optics wise, especially going one and three in state. Like you lose to App, you lose to Wake, you win against Duke. If you win against NC State, Suddenly, the whole outlook is like, oh, you went two and two. Wake Forest was a good team. App is ranked. Um, You beat dude. And. Yeah, so it it just changed the outlook, in
3: my opinion. And now that Louisville and Pitt lost last night, we are now. I don't really understand why, but we're eligible for a tier one ball now. For some reason. So, this is like a thing, like the English
0: football um, tier system where, like, English football, like, the first tier is the Premier League, the second tier is the Championship League, and then the third tier is Tier 1. That's, like, here where the third tier of ACC bowls is Tier 1.
3: Well, yes, but so I, I just don't understand how. Is it, like, based on conference record? Because if you count through the team, like, we are eligible for the tier of bowls that I don't think by record we're eligible for, but it's something like if there are enough teams, you can swap around teams. Long story short, there is some magic happening, and we now, instead of going to Shreveport or Detroit, almost definitely have basically every single bowl on the table now.
0: Yeah, there was, so the Camping World Bowl, which is my favorite charity I ever took with band, is, um, is now got knocked down to tier one. It was the tier under the, um, under the Orange Bowl, but it, it got knocked It was tier zero. Down. It was Tier Zero. It wasn't the Champions League, but now it's Tier One. Uh, so, in the Camping World, I don't know if it's the Camping World CEO or the Camping World Bowl CEO said that he would love to see Carolina and Texas play in Orlando. So,
3: yeah, one would think that's on the table. And, and I, I just think our preference is allegedly like our presence,
2: Texas. Like, you have yeah, to think that's a good game.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. our preference is allegedly the Pinstripe Bowl. I did see that. Um. But I think that that as well helps the optics of the season a lot because if we swing this into a bowl game victory, a legitimate bowl, that's going to be really big.
0: For sure. Uh, So from the bowl projections that I've seen, uh, the most recent ones, well, I haven't seen the Camping World Bowl on any of the bowl projections, but I have seen the Music City Bowl in Nashville.
3: Mm Mm-hmm and oh what was the I I saw one? the Birmingham Bowl
2: I think mm-hmm. the Military Bowl in Annapolis
3: I saw the Military Bowl I saw the Quick Lane Bowl still Quick Lane Bowl that was the other one I saw I've seen American like 6 State. different projections today So who the heck knows I'm just it's happy we going a bowling very, and that's
2: all that matters we're Yes we're going here.
3: bowling we have a very the band is going to have a very anticipatory week Yes. And we will hope and pray that it is a full band trip because that would be awesome.
2: And win or lose in this ball game, I think I would at least be able, but we can talk about this. I think it w- is safe to officially declare the season a success just because, I mean, going from the past two years, winning only five games in that stretch to now winning six games under Mac Brown, getting bowl eligible potentially playing a, a decent team where we can really get some more national exposure. We got a good amount when we played Clemson because they're still talking about us to this day, but then playing another national program, potentially getting a win there. And I think that can definitely propel us in the national stage going forward.
0: Yeah. I, I, Listen, y'all know I have not been the biggest fan of this hiring and all the coaches, but I said before the season, if we win six games and two of those wins are against Duke and State, then it's a success. And I, for for this season, season one specifically, I think uh, they accomplished at least the goals that I wanted to accomplish. I know that um, Coach Brown wanted to go undefeated in state. That didn't happen, but... I think that there's a lot of good to take away from this season, but definitely many, many places where we can improve.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Shall we turn to championship week?
1: Is there anything about you? I just also, I know it's like the weirdest shot in Ford. Like, I shouldn't care. I love watching, like, NC State Twitter, like, implode upon itself (laughs) in real time. It's just fantastic. It's just really fun. Okay, now I'm done. (laughs) I mean, listen,
0: that state team is not good. They're not. It's not like their wins are against what Western Carolina, ECU, Ball Ball State, State, and Syracuse. Like that. It's a. It was. It's a rough season in Raleigh. They were very hurt this season. They are. I highly doubt they are going to be that bad again next season. And. doesn't look like I almost called him Boo Radley, but that's the dude from To Catch a <laughs> um, To Kill a Mockingbird, not To Catch a Predator. Good Lord! <laughs> <Jesus>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, their um, their new AD does not seem like he's got Doran on the hot seat quite yet, but is definitely warming up. If they have another one of these seasons, I just don't think that's very
1: likely. I would also like to point out that the optics in recruiting also look really good. Like, beating, like, having a beatdown of NC State looks really good in-state recruiting-wise. Yes. So that's another benefit to that. Um, I I just want to briefly mention that there's a gif floating around Twitter of Peyton Wilson getting trucked. So I just wanted to, to, for no particular reason, I just wanted to put that out there.
0: He could have been on the other side of it. He
1: could have. Fun fact, he actually went to the high school that I student taught at. Should have gotten his ear. I know. I should have been like, "Hey, man, uh, wh- wh- what you doing here? <laughs> what's what's this? Ha- what's happening right now?" <laughs> Thought you were healed. Did
2: y'all watch that? Did y'all watch the Iron Bowl?
1: I did watch I was
2: the Iron Bowl. In between, Bowl. yeah, in between, like timeouts and everything. I did
3: not, but I saw bits and pieces, man. and I am happy that Saban is failing.
1: Listen, this so Bama's out, right?
0: They have yes. to be
3: out. They have, they to, have to be definitely now. Yeah.
1: There's no way that they, the only way that they can get it is if they, if the, the committee completely just shuts it down and says, yes, we're SEC, we're SEC biased, <laughs> and we're going to get Alabama in somehow. <laughs> because I am looking at the,
0: oh no, I, I'm looking at the championship week schedule for next week. So let's assume Clemson beats Virginia. I think if LSU – I think LSU is in no matter
1: what. Yeah, even if they lose to Georgia, I think – they're playing Georgia, right? Yeah. I think even if they lose to Georgia, um, that they're in.
3: I think if
0: Georgia wins, then Georgia and LSU both get in. If LSU wins, only LSU gets in.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would also agree, yeah. I think Ohio State, unless they lose really badly – are pretty safe as well. I think they, I think even if they did lose badly, I think they're still, I think they've made enough noise. I think that they are like an, a 70 to nothing beat down shy from being clinched into the playoffs.
0: Which, so let's give, so let's say Clemson wins, LSU wins, Ohio State wins. That last spot is either going to, Probably Utah or Oklahoma. Yeah. And if, if they both lose, it gets kind of hairy looking at that next spot. I mean, do you put Baylor in? But then Baylor's looking a lot like Carolina looked um, in 2015.
3: I think Oregon is probably more likely than Baylor at this point.
0: Because yeah, Oregon, Oregon would have losses. the
3: conference champion. Yeah, but they would have the conference championship victory. Fair. And then I guess,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: okay. It, it's definitely refreshing to feel like there's some, at least some ambiguity going in. Now, what I want and what I think should happen are different from what I think the committee will do. I think, I think they'll find a way to shove Georgia in there no matter what, in, in my personal opinion. I don't know if,
0: if they lose bad... And if Utah looks dominant over Oregon, I don't know how you keep a six-win power... Or a, a one-loss, number six, um, power five champion out of the playoff.
1: Yeah, it'd be tough. So, it'll be... It's definitely one of the more... What's the word I'm trying to look for? It, like it feels like this championship weekend has stakes to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is what I want. And
0: it's it's going to be a lot of waiting and seeing what happens with both the Pac-12 and the Big 12 because Utah and Oregon play on Friday, and then Baylor and Oklahoma play on Saturday at noon. So, all right, is it time for some NFL action?
3: No.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: well then the titans can go first
2: uh we keep winning for some reason but i i'm not going to have a problem with it but we got another in division victory today we beat the colts who are just a team that always seems to have our number uh, we end up winning uh, 31 to 17 we're now seven and five we're gonna uh with the i believe with the texans losing tonight to the Patriots, we are basically half a game out of the wild card spot. I and mean, then we have uh, another game against Houston to end the season. So I think we're back in the hunt ultimately. And so I can only be hopeful at this point. I mean, we're still looking good. Ryan Tannehill is playing awesome at the moment. I had a couple of really great passes today for touchdowns. Derrick Henry's looking good again defensively we're looking sound we blocked two field goals for the colts uh one we actually ran all the way back for a touchdown Uh, sorry adam venateri it might be your time it's about his time it's about time yeah so i mean like i said i can only be hopeful at this point i think it's i think we've already met what i thought was going to be the win total this season so anything more than this is a is a plus in my eyes but I'm ultimately not sad if we don't make the playoffs. I'm in a good spot right now because I want Joe Burrow. Ah,
0: uh, that's going to be a lot of work
2: to get him. I know. You're gonna have to give up a lot. It just depends on how early other quarterbacks go. Because I'm not sure if the other stock has it. I, I mean, I he could if things turn out right. I still think Tua. There's a small chance someone might take Tua over him, just over the, just the name and he could drop into the late teens, which we would probably be at if we were a fringe playoff team.
0: Yeah, but the Dolphins need a quarterback. The Bengals need a quarterback.
2: Oh, I was going to say expectations. I want Joe Burrow in the draft. Reality, we're going to sign Andy Dalton in free agency.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) cute.
2: Ryan Tannehill right now looks better than Andy Dalton. Oh, I'm I'm not trying to say that Andy Dalton is better. I'm just saying I know that's what... I just feel like Andy Dalton is like works with our system
3: just hope that you never play any night games
2: yeah oh i'm not saying it's not the redhead bias either (laughs) i'm saying that's what i expect to happen
3: uh the browns lost yeah (laughs) uh yeah we couldn't establish the run which really hurt us uh and our defense was really banged up and played very bad we just came out really flat after our touchdown in the second quarter, and gave up 20 straight points, and it's hard to recover from that. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I think Freddie Kitchen should be fired. I was back <laughs> on the Freddie train when he wore the Pittsburgh Started It shirt, and I'm back off the Freddie train. <laughs> wow. He's not a good coach. He's actually one of the worst coaches no, I've ever seen. <laughs> like how, yes, I mean, he's one of those guys who is just destined to not be a coach. Just like how Greg Schiano can never be a coordinator, he can only be a head coach. Freddie Kitchens can never be a head coach. He can only be a coordinator.
0: I mean, how's that going for Graciano and Rutgers right now?
3: He just got hired to an eight year deal. Jesus. That, what is that athletic department doing? <laughs> That's bad. That's really bad.
0: Um, Panthers suck. They're terrible. I'm sorry you had to see that in person. It was. I hope you like your new hat. It was
1: going so well at
0: first. It looked so good. The first two drives looked good, and that's probably what they had scripted. And then, what I assume is, once we got off script, it was bad, bad, bad,
1: bad, bad. I got a Greg Olson beanie, and that was the highlight of my day. Got one of his was, uh... Levine Children's Hospital beanies for the kids, and that's about it. Also, I hope <laughs> he's okay, because I know that he got hit pretty hard in the head.
0: I I now feel vindicated in wanting Ron gone after last year.
1: Uh, if Dude, if he's not gone after this year, Tepper cannot claim that he does not accept mediocrity. He cannot. He cannot stand on that hill anymore. Yeah,
0: and I mean you have your sources that say that it probably won't be a midseason firing. It's going to be at the end of the year, which is fine. I don't. There's no reason to fire him right now. I mean, just it would. The only thing that would, the only thing is it would make me happy. (laughs) Um, But like, there's no like legit reason for a a midseason firing. We just need to lose at the end of the year. We just
1: got to lose out vie for a good pick and hope for the best as far as like trying to get a decent pick and make something of it. But that would mean that I have to trust Marty freaking Herney. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, when I say I want the whole crew, I want the whole coaching staff gone. Like I want it wiped, like men in black, like mind wipe never existed.
0: Yeah. I want them all gone. It like, Norv Turner's offense looked great with Cam Newton, and he doesn't know what to do with a quarterback that has to stand still, which I don't understand because
3: he coached um, Phillip Rivers. (laughs) So I I don't know what the hang-up is there. It's like I've said many times before, if you're trusting a man whose name is Norv, then you got problems. (laughs) We are for sure not making Norv's anymore. Uh, I it's
1: just so frustrating to watch and to lose to a two and nine team while also being at home. The everyone's obviously frustrated when I was there. I, I mean, listen, like I realized Kyle Allen is an undrafted quarterback. He's an undrafted quarterback. I, I, and I, he has like, he didn't have those expectations before, but like you have to run a competent You have to at least run a competent offense or at least look competent. And he looked uncompetent like so many times in that entire – in that game. Missed throws, running into into defenders trying to avoid sacks, which I will say that the offensive line did him no favors. But at the end of the day, like he's in the NFL. He has to look better than that. And people are trying to defend him saying people are being too harsh – why 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 is Cam Newton? If Cam Newton had this performance, it would be national news. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be on every sports radio show. And I don't understand why yeah. we have to. If, why he gets a different? He's a starting NFL quarterback. He, I don't understand why he gets a different. Uh, he, why the? Uh, sorry, excuse me for the the bad analogy, but like why the goalposts keep moving? <laughs> it's like, like for me, it's. It,
0: if if we if we we being like the collective public are going to seriously consider him as a quarterback one, then you're going to get quarterback one scru- scrutiny. Correct. And he's been bad, just straight up bad. So, uh, I have no idea what this team is doing, what this team is looking like. I don't even know what to expect in the future because I hope we don't have a coach next year. I hope we don't have this GM next year. So I don't know what this team is supposed to look like. So I don't know. I don't know where to put my expectations. It's December 1st. I
1: I don't know. Greg is probably retiring after this season. Yep. Luke isn't getting any younger. Cam isn't getting any younger or healthier. Hopefully he's getting healthier. And, you know, we got to pay Shaq Thompson. We got to pay James Bradbury. Dante Jackson has regressed this year. I don't know what his deal is. Like, I just, I, I, it is very bleak in the Panthers fandom right now. The outlook is very bleak. There's a lot of uh, skepticism and pessimism. Lots of isms.
0: Let's talk about Carolina men's basketball. Happy fun who times. Recently, did a trip to Atlantis. Uh, three games. First game against Alabama, won pretty handedly. Second game against Michigan looked like f- what we expected for the first half. Looked very bad for the first eleven minutes of the second half, and then looked like a team that could really compete in the last nine minutes of the second half. Uh, and then played a good Oregon team on Friday and was able to pull out a win that. Kind of reassured me in the direction of the season. Uh, Aaron, what do you think about our Atlanta's performance?
3: I think the Oregon win was really, really important for us because if we lost that game, people were going to hit the panic button.
1: Um, I had my hand hovering. I'm not. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) you know, we always
3: we always have this really bad November loss. Not really bad, but like we lost solidly to Indiana. In 2016 and 2017, it was, I forget who we lost to. It was Northern Iowa when I was there. Like that yeah. was that was the loss. We were like, oh sweet In Jesus Christ! Last year we got last year we got worked by Michigan. We got worked by Michigan again this year. Michigan State, but we saw, well. yes, but we saw flashes of a team that can compete and that can really fight for a game coming from far behind. And in spite of all the injuries, we still put up a solid performance against Oregon. Um, I think that something that is really worrying is that we can go a 10-minute stretch without scoring at all. And that shows a lot of – that was all of the concerns – about what we have on the offensive end rearing its head at the same time. The odds of us having a game that bad often are obviously very low.
2: Maverick. I trying to look at a lot of positive things is these kind of losses, like I think it was good that we went two and one at least in this. At least got two very strong wins ultimately against Alabama and against Oregon. I think just taking positives, I think Armando Baycott is really starting to cut a piece of this rotation out for himself. Like, in terms of being a scorer, being an interior anchor. Uh, like, he had six blocks, if I re- recollect, against Oregon. I mean, that's going to be major down the stretch, just having that kind of presence. Probably one we haven't had since the championship team, I would say, down low. And then I think one of the biggest things. Was the Oregon game just not only managing to pull that win out but going eight minutes in the latter part of the second half without Cole Anthony and still managing to keep ourselves in the game and ultimately win the game? Shout out to KJ oh, he got man. four fouls with like what, four fouls with like 10 minutes ago and mm-hmm. KJ gave us eight solid minutes of play he I mean yeah. he definitely could have I mean he could be better but he held his own yeah, and yeah. kept us in the game.
3: He did all you can expect and then some from a point guard that we really don't expect him to do much other than Captain Blue Steel.
0: Yeah, and he had one bad pass to start, and then after that, he was steady for the next seven minutes. And that's exactly, like y'all said, exactly, exactly what we needed. Um, And it's good that we can go those stretches without Cole because it's Probably not going to be the last time with as aggressively as he plays. Probably not going to be the last time that he's in foul trouble.
2: No, those so, scenarios will happen again down the road, and it's important that we have some experiential play with him sitting on the bench for that extended amount of time. Now the hope is, is that know. we
1: have Anthony Harris as well. Right. It's
0: it's interesting to me watching like the Carolina fandom because it's, it's the same thing every year. It's um, the November loss. It's the panic. It's people saying, don't panic, it happens every year. And then people saying, but this year it's different. It's the same thing every single year. Well, I,
1: I just to defend those people, it, there has never been – it's been so long. I, was thinking, I think it went back to the 50s where there's not been a Carolina team that scored at least 80 in the first, what, six, seven games of their uh, – of their season so that that's just the concern my part has been the offense had that's been concerning and going 10 minutes without scoring was like well that's what my issue was um Brandon, and
0: last year it was that we didn't have it was the first time with carolina we didn't have two bigs that could operate as two traditional big men and we had to go with the small lineup um it's always something
1: yeah. every year i will say that um the Way that we came back against Oregon and came out firing and were, um, uh, just looked like we had our hair on fire and like actually we're making a concerted effort to to be more aggressive on the offensive end was really good. I will say that a lot of my frustration boils down to the lack of productivity from the grad transfers, and I really hate to put it on them, but that's kind of like that. I did some like reflecting on what I'm actually frustrated at. And that's actually kind of the root of my frustration. Like, Brandon Robinson coming back has showed me, like, we were getting really nothing from these grad transfers, <laughs> like, in-game. Really? Like, it was taking up space. Like, Justin Pierce less so than Christian Keeling. But, my God, like, we had way bigger expectations in this, in this, on this team for those grad transfers. and It's just, like, it looks like they, they look more like freshmen than Cole and Armando do,
3: which is really disappointing. Yeah. I don't think that Justin has been that bad. I think he's not getting that many opportunities. But Christian Keeling has just been so bad, so inefficient.
0: And I, I don't know what it is. Like, is it that were they not ready for this level of scrutiny? Like, I get that you're coming from Will, William and & Mary and Charles and & Southern, but, like, if you have a bad game, you're going to hear about it. And it's going to be something that people are going to talk about because people really care about basketball here. And, uh, like, they have to realize that this is, like, we don't play for just an NCAA championship or NCAA tournament birth. We're winning championships.
1: Like, not to sound spoiled or
0: anything, Th- that's but that's the culture. what North Carolina football is.
1: No one's saying, oh, boo-hoo, North Carolina. You got the number one point guard and a great center and you don't have a lot of seniors and you have two grad like nobody's going nobody is sad for us like yeah. the,
3: the expectation is championship exactly we have one of the most experienced not we have one of the most talented teams in the country year in and year out so regardless of experience the expectation is that we're going to make a run at it
0: like, shoot, when Stillman White was our, was our point guard at the NCAA tournament, we still expected to win those games, and we almost did. So if Stillman White can go out there and battle with Kansas for 40 minutes,
1: what's the issue? I don't know. I, I don't know that. either. I, just, like, any, I think I the think commentators, it's... they made a comment like, yeah, Christian's shot just not falling, like which is really weird because that's what he did at Charleston Southern. He was a spot-up shooter. And it's like, where is he? Like, I want that Christian Keeling. Nothing has changed other than the color of your jersey. Like, you have better players around you. You would think that his level of play would elevate with the level of, like, teammates that he has. But
3: that's just not happened. and It's kind of been frustrating. I do think that it's December 1st, so it's too early for us to just give up on them. But it's been long enough that we should be at the level of, major concern. That's a that, that is the correct take.
0: Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm far from giving up on them and I again I've seen enough basketball seasons where people struggled at the beginning of the season and turned it around. My thing is you're I feel like they should be old enough and experienced enough in their in their own area that they should have came in here firing and I'm a little disappointed
1: that they haven't. More than a little disappointed that they haven't. Also, I I Slightly off topic from grad transfers, but like I understand why he's getting minutes, but Andrew Playtech, man, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing?
3: I think that this stretch that is coming up for us is going to show a lot about the fight that this team has because we're playing Ohio State, who's been playing Good. really well. Mm-hmm. We play Gonzaga on the road. We play Virginia on the road. Those are gonna be three of our hardest games of the season. And it's all before Christmas. It is so
0: I, I really think we have to go three and one in this stretch. Um I, I and I would I would very much like not want that one to be Virginia. But I I don't there is we're gonna have to find ways to score around and through Virginia,
1: and I'm not sure if that's coming. We are not good passers on this team. That's no. That's been the one thing. It's like the one thing about both the Michigan game and the uh, Oregon game is that it's been like six assists on 28 field goals, seven assists on 30 field goals. Like it's been a real lack of ball movement or at least productive ball movement. It's been a lot of off-the-dribble stuff.
0: So it's going to be difficult and we – I don't know. Yeah, we should – Is there anything else we need to go in depth with, like, the Ohio State and the Virginia game? Because those are the next two games that are happening before we record again.
2: Not that I know of. Nothing except that they are going to be tough games. And we better buckle up.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. And not panic if we lose both, which is a very real possibility.
2: But I'm glad Ohio State's at home. 9.30 game. Y'all are gonna be in there for a while.
0: Oh, Thursday is gonna suck. <laughs> um, what else is there? I, I'm trying to think. There. NBA. Not much has changed for me. I'm not really paying that much attention to the NBA right now. Did we ta- James Harden put up sixty yesterday? <laughs> Did we talk about Duke losing? That was this. Was that this week? That was.
1: Or Was it last? Do we talk about that? I don't know. I don't think we. But did. Duke lost to Stephen F. Austin. Duke lost to Stephen F. Austin.
0: No, so we didn't least, talk about at it. At least
2: we're losing to solid teams.
0: Yeah, that was this week. That was on Tuesday. Duke did lose to Stephen F. Austin. That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> Dude, what you doing? And then Cassius uh, went down with an injury this weekend too. I think sounds like he. It's not as serious as it looked. Mm-hmm. But he should be back. Probably before ACC play, but that's a that will definitely make their next coming weeks a little bit more difficult as well. Like I said, the good thing is again everybody sucks, so that that's going to be my rationalization at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's um, it was a hamstring injury, so um, let's not forget. Probably let's what, not forget. Coach weeks. K was
1: also dealing with some stuff that night.
0: Oh yeah. Oh man, Coach K was ailing and wasn't able to give his all against Stephen F. Austin. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. That game's hilarious. But, um, shout out to, I forget his, um, first name, but, um, Mr. Bane, um, who hit the game winner, who, uh, had the GoFundMe for his family's church in the Bahamas that was destroyed by Hurricane Dorian, uh, a bunch of donations came through, um, after he hit the game winner so i'm happy for him let's what else is there i don't know besides like the mandalorian and knives out um field hockey
3: won. wait had we already recorded then i don't remember yeah. yes
0: we did because i went oh. that day
1: and then we recorded
3: that oh night. USC oh, yeah.
1: women's soccer
0: have we talked about that yes they're going to
1: the college cup college cup final four good for them not going that it's, like, the, the unexpected.
2: Championship.
1: Not that it's unexpected, because they have literally 22. So
2: <laughs> Going for 23. Wow.
1: Women's
0: soccer school and field hockey.
2: Women's basketball is 6-0 and now?
0: They sure are. Yeah, Their next game is Wednesday. That's
1: another one that I was really happy about to see, like, that the women's team is also doing well.
0: Yeah, I'd love to get them back both going to the tournament this year, the men and the women going.
1: How do you pronounce so, the coach's name? Banghart. Banghart, okay. I see it, in, like, for some reason it just didn't make sense in my head. Like, I, I, can't, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of how to pronounce it. Maverick, did you like Knives Out?
2: I did. I went to go see that today. It was a, a Ryan Johnson film. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows him for his films like Brick and Looper and the cult classic, Star Wars, Last Jedi.
0: Also the best episode of Breaking <laughs> Bad
2: that as well. And this is an, uh, a like a, basically a who's who and a who done it all in one. Uh, and really, it's really good. Really stacked cast. I mean, you have what Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, Don Johnson,
0: Toni Collette.
2: Tony Collette, Tony Verlet, Daniel Craig. I Will don't remember her I exact feel. name, the girl that plays in 13
0: Reasons Why. Oh, that's who... Okay, I knew I recognized her. That's where she's
2: from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, a very strong cast. And it's, like I said, it's good old whodunit. It's a really unique take on it. Like, it's not your... just uh, There definitely has some whodunit cliches to it. Kind of like how any type of genre would. But it's a very interesting thing. I think one of the cool things is Daniel Craig. For those that have seen the trailers or... Haven't known much about it. He is, plays a character that has a very strong southern drawl to his voice, and he's an a English very man. Louisiana draw. Yeah. And it takes a couple minutes to realize that that is coming out of his mouth, <laughs> especially knowing that he is full blown English, and then he's able to pull it off. And so now I can listen to Daniel Craig talk southern all day. <laughs> soothing. Some very yeah. dark humor in it, too. But uh, it's a good movie. Uh,
0: I don't think that the the who of the who done it is terribly hard to figure out, but I still think the journey to get there is is fun. What else? Mandalorian came out this week, a new episode. I liked it a lot. Baby I liked every episode. Yoda, every baby, episode is great. Yoda,
2: baby Yoda. Baby baby. Yoda. It was the longest episode uh, of them so far. I hope they start getting longer. And such but no baby yoda has taken everything by storm if you haven't already heard about it then you deserve to get the spoil right now
3: whoa 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 wait i gotta take off my headphones signal to me when it's safe
2: i'm just saying that the you're you know well you know who baby Yoda is. i know is.
3: who baby yoda is but i've only watched episode specific. one i'm
2: just saying the concept of baby Yoda. oh
3: okay 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 yeah
2: yeah we're, we're good
3: no, if Take you didn't in the know country the character by Baby Yoda
2: existed, you, Oh yeah. you, you're you living under a rock. Yes. And so, some other shining moments. We get a new meme from Baby Yoda out of this episode. Uh, yeah. Baby Yoda sips on some, some soup.
3: I feel like there's a meme out of him every episode.
0: <laughs> He's a very memeable. They yeah. know exactly what they're doing with Baby Yoda, and I appreciate it.
3: Mav, would you say that if you haven't heard of Baby Yoda by now, you're somewhere as far as the Dagobah system?
2: Yes. I could say that. (laughs) Or you're living in a sand dune in Tatooine. (laughs) That's all I got,
3: Um, y'all. I started a new show this week. um, Oh, great. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. I am binge-watching it in anticipation of the new season coming out on Friday. Uh, I really, really, really like it. It is unbelievably jewish if you are jewish you are guaranteed to love the show if you're not jewish you'll probably like it too uh but a lot of the references will probably go over your head
0: i am not jewish but it's one of the funniest shows on television right now it is one of the tightest comedy like tightest written comedy i have seen from any show in a very long time like it goes like this yeah um And you can probably watch it a couple times and pick up on something else every time you watch it. I'm a big fan of Mrs. Maisel. I'm glad the new season is coming. I'm going to watch it. Yes. uh, I'm
3: going to watch them in a row. (laughs) I might watch it all at once because I only have one in-person final this semester. So I'm going to have a lot of free time in the next two weeks, so I'm going to have a lot of time to binge watch a lot of shows. Oh yeah, you're in school. <laughs> okay, Boomer.
1: <laughs> David, do you have anything else? I don't. Uh, no. I'm, I'm good. Alright,
0: I don't have the rundown in front of me, but let's see if I can end this show without it. So, uh, if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com, which never made varsity uh anything you like or didn't like be sure let us know via twitter at NeverMadePod. pod i forgot something i don't know what it is thank we you know how to david, so, david for the music for the music i feel like i missed something else uh um, give us a five-star rating yes give us a five-star rating get a review on itunes that's what it was all right let's get out of here bye all. deuces
3: Pro- protect your noses <laughs>